a massive auction sold at $21.5 million on the weekend. And it raises a lot of questions. So people watch auctions like this and they go, why that happened? Why this happened? Biggest thing I'm going to talk about today is why would you increase your bid on top of your own bid at auction? Stay tuned. We'll talk about it right now. Uh-huh. Good morning. Ah, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good, Michael. You had, you had a big weekend. Very big weekend. Big what auction happened? at 2 Reddle Street. We sold 2 Reddle Street Manly at auction over the weekend. Probably one of the most talked about, or if not the most talked about auction on the Northern Beaches, especially Manly. Maybe even, maybe even New South Wales and even Australia. I was in the Sydney Morning Herald. Maybe, maybe. Absolutely phenomenal property, phenomenal result. It was just a great result all around for both vendors and purchasers alike. It's definitely a once-in-a-lifetime property, that's for sure. Huge. Good morning to Jeff Luby and uh, good morning and congratulations also to Lisa Novak. Country. <laughs> Lisa thinks in the country. I can't, I can't disagree with you, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Well... In Australia, there wouldn't have been anything that would have sold at that price at auction uh, on Saturday or Sunday or for the whole week. So it is an iconic, uh, legendary sale for, yeah, for the country. Yeah, phenomenal. Especially for an original house. A lot of these houses that sell for 20, 30 mil, the house is $10 million build. This house was like original. Well, this would be probably the only home in the Northern Beaches, I think, that's sold in that sort of price bracket that is original, that hasn't had, like you said, a big renovation spent on it. And it just shows yep. the value of that position. You're not paying, yep. and discussed this previously, you're not paying there for a depreciating asset in a house that's had all these lovely renos done, but the house itself is slowly depreciating over time. You're land banking there in a position that you can't replicate that is always going to be a unique spot sitting there and then you get to create what you want from there. Absolutely. Now, the um, very interesting, couple of really interesting things here. Our mm. person who bought it is never going to live there. They're going to always have it as an investment. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, isn't first, it? Yeah. Straight, like, wow. Um, yeah. Secondly, um, they bidding got to 16.5. Five. Mm -hmm. Bidding got to sixteen point five, and um, no one else wanted to go any more money. Mm. What possesses a purchaser to go up bid on top of the of their own bid? So you're a purchaser, you turn up to an auction, you make a bid, and nobody wants to pay more than you. As a matter of fact. You're the highest person in the room. It sort of like doesn't make sense that you're going to increase your bid on top of your bid. It's like you're bidding against yourself. Yeah. It's interesting. So for something like this, and from the outset, it doesn't seem to make sense. Initially, you like, why would someone do that, increase their bid? And to give you guys a bit of context on the auction on Saturday, 
the bidding stopped at around 16.5 and then the lead bid up went from 16.5 to 19. So Lisa's putting in there strategically, we resuscitated the auction. Yes, so what basically happened there was we, and in this position when you're at an auction and you are a buyer and the bidding's capped, if the owner's not willing to do a deal at that level, there's a conversation that takes place. Now, under auction conditions in that auction environment there, if you're able to get to a level where the owner's happy to do a deal, it's gonna sell at auction, you've got the property. If you wait for that property to be passed in as a buyer, it completely opens the door to every other buyer, A, that's at auction that decided not to bid, or B, people that haven't registered for auction can't purchase right there and then at the auction, but definitely want the property as well. And what you'll find in these situations and what happened here was when you're having that conversation with the buyer and the vendor and you say, hey, guys, we can put this together now under auction conditions, if it allows you then it gives the ability for the buyer to go, okay, well, I will increase against myself because at least it gives me the chance of locking it in now versus letting the property pass in and then pretty much having a silent auction afterwards. Um, so it's it's an interesting one. Um, and especially seeing it from the outside, a lot of people I think would just be like, why has that happened? Why have they increased so much? But there's definitely strategy behind it. And especially on a buyer's perspective as well, it just gives you that much more of a chance to lock the property in and take away the uncertainty, especially when it's a once in a lifetime property like this. Yeah. For me, ridiculous bidding, uh, but money's not the issue for this guy. Might have paid $35 million. Um, Yeah, you know what? It's, it's interesting because the concept of... I'm the, I'm the highest paying guy in the room mm -hmm. or girl. Um, no one else wants to pay more than me. Now I'm going to pay 15% more. Mm. Right. It's sort of like, why yeah. would you, why would you pay more when no one else wants to pay more? I guess if you had a predetermined value in your mind where you thought value was and you weren't there yet, um you know is 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 a reason for that but but in that negotiation um when lisa approached the buyer and, and um and uh and sort of tactically sort of worked worked around price um mm. he decided to go from 16 and a half to 19 um and then then again someone came out of nowhere well that was completely unexpected in itself as well and it just shows sometimes the strategy that people are playing behind closed doors in terms of you don't know what someone else is willing to bid up to as well. And that completely shocked everyone. I got some ooze from the crowd. Oh, the crowd. You know what? It was like an 18th century beheading when the crowd goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, everyone was shocked when it went. From that 16 and a half, the buyer on his own bid went from 16 and a half to 19. And then I was like, all right, we're done here. This is sold here. Uh, call it once, call it twice, call it third, call it final term. Can I hear it now? And just before he threw the hammer down, a buyer goes bang and the whole crowd went, it, everyone was shocked. It was very theatrical, that's for sure. <laughs> I must say, for anyone that hasn't watched as well, jump on the Novak Properties Facebook page. There was a live stream on the day. It's, it's 
actually it was quite a long auction it was 45 minutes but there's some brilliant footage in there definitely worth a watch as well for anyone that's interested you know see. what when, when, when i look at the crap that i watch on netflix and i look at 45 minutes of this uh of, of oh, this youtube this this uh facetime auction uh <laughs> it is it is well i put it on the screen when i got home on saturday night and just sat back and watched it rewound it and paused it and watched this and you see that said you get even more out of it um you know when you when you're doing that now what's everyone got to say here playing for the keys that's why it's true lisa says this is a well orchestrated campaign where we left no stone unturned i did Very make true. a comment on lisa's um on one of the posts i saw that it was hard to watch lisa uh lisa through this book this last uh two months one or two months of this campaign uh, i've never seen this lady work this hard and i was uh, it was hard to watch it was hard to watch it yourself as well michael so but it was beautiful to watch at the same time uh luke says uh, did he say if he if he would have went higher uh he said he was he said he was prepared to compete more um so i guess that's a yes uh because um he was um yeah he was he was pretty fired he was pretty fired jeff luby says uh they can afford it they wanted it uh that level of price becomes irrelevant that's true that's true i had a really good chat with the buyer afterwards for about an hour an hour and a half and inspiring man uh lisa says it was uh lux listings manly <laughs> <laughs> it's very true though at, at that level or at any level as well where regardless of whether it's 1 million or 20 million when you're buying something that's truly unique and has that sentimental attachment to you within reason price is not the object there if it's within your means you will compete for something like that and especially something as iconic as that property that whether you're going to live in it as a or have it as an investment trophy home whatever you might use it for but you're going to hold on to it for a very long time it does become a little bit obsolete because if it ever sells in the future, it's going to be the exact same situation as well. Whatever the market is then, people are going to push it to new highs at that time. It's just, it's a truly unique piece of real estate. And I think you can't go wrong with it. Yeah. And I think that knowing the uh, the lovely gentleman that bought it, the doctor that bought it, uh, in his lifetime, that property is not coming up for sale. No, no, I don't think so. And I think everyone knew that as well. Going to auction, everyone knew whoever bought it, this property's not coming back on the market in most of our lifetimes. <laughs> it's gone. And it was a bit of a grand final uh, watching it. So lots of local agents watching. We closed the street with lots of crowd. There were so many people there. And when you look at the weather today compared to Saturday, we were lucky. Very. I think the whole crowd was lucky as well, all the neighbours and everyone, because it was lovely having everyone there in the cul-de-sac. Obviously, it's a big thing for the whole Manly community as well. It's an iconic home. A lot of people know the home. So a lot of people wanted to see, well, what's it going to go for? Um, and where a lot of these the sales at this level, normally behind closed doors, you don't know anything about it. This was a bit unique in itself, the fact that it was so public um, and that pretty much the whole community got to see, hey, one of the, if not the best property in Manly, this is what it's worth and this is what buyers are willing to pay for it. So I think it's just brilliant for everyone to be able to see that as well. And I think it's a badge everyone can wear that owns a property in the area. Uh, that they can go, yep, yeah, that's that's sold for that. What's my property worth sort of thing. So I saw it's some comments on the Sydney, Sydney Morning Herald. There were some cheeky people making comments saying, who gives a shit? 
And I thought, you know what, the community does, as people in that area do. Um, I can tell I you, every in the suburb would definitely care about that. <laughs> Absolutely. And then again, on the back of that, I think if you're living in any other area in Sydney that has properties of that value, um, mm. it's good for it's good for all of Sydney. I think it's yeah. really, really good for yeah. all of Sydney. Um, all right. So, Michelle uh, made the Channel 9 News last night too. Our uh, Michael wading through the floodwaters to put assaults on. Oh, they were on the news as well. Yeah, wow. right. In Forbes yesterday. Guys, heart goes out to you. Heart goes out to you guys. Melbourne as well, underwater. Looks like Sydney may be today. Um, and Lisa's uh, talking about getting an appraisal in five minutes. It's It certainly get, gets the juices flowing. If you want to sell and you see a property at auction like that, you're going, mate, what's mine worth? Come and have a look. Yeah. Um, and rain wouldn't have affected the buyers in that property. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, although, you know what, it was a good vibe, I think, as a purchaser to see yes. that sort of community around on the street, the sun shining, the ocean, the beach doing what the beach does. It was cool. Yeah, very true. Mate, that's a wrap. So we covered today, bidding on top of your own bid at auction. Why, in conclusion, Michael? In conclusion, it allows you to buy the property there and then. Leave it, it Basically, it takes out the risk. If you have a price you're prepared to go to anyway and you can buy it there at auction at that price, a lot of the times buyers will do it because you know when the hammer falls, it's done. If it passes in, it just opens up a can of worms. You're really belly to belly with the seller. Yeah. You're really belly to belly with the seller that you've got the seller front and centre, your front and centre, uh, don't Great. leave anything to chance after that. I agree. Yeah. Brilliant. Have a great day, mate. Everyone, thank you for watching. Have a beautiful day. And if you do want to watch that auction again, where, uh, where you know, it sells for 21.5, it goes for 40, 45 minutes. It is as good as watching a grand final NRL, in my opinion. It was, it is it was a great thing to watch. Um, go on to our Facebook or YouTube and uh, have a look at two Riddell Manly auction. What a remarkable auction. I think in my lifetime I won't see anything like that again. No, I don't think so. And Lisa and Michael, well done. Thank you, Mark. Well done, Lisa. I know you're watching. <laughs> and congratulations to the sellers and to the buyers. It was just nice all round. Buyers are happy, super state they've picked up, just an amazing property. Vendors are happy over the moon. It's just, it's nice to see when everyone that's involved, everyone walks away a winner. Awesome. All right, everyone, have a great day. Enjoy, the, enjoy the beautiful weather. Good for ducks. See ya. <laughs> Stay dry. Cheers.